on today's High End Gaming, we are talking about video game Hades. I'm your host, Matt. With me is co-host The Sleep God, and we have a special guest today. His name is Bread, also known as August, and he's the host of Bread Radio, a fellow rival video game podcast. Uh, would you say, say hello, Ted and Bread? Hey, what's up? Uh, thanks for having me. I, I like the way you put that rival and yeah, and that it's fun. It's yeah, we're all competing for like the same bandwidth, but you know, <laughs> we all work together at the same time. It's how yeah, it we're we're all like not successful together. You know, it's right. And and when one of us becomes successful and has a hundred thousand followers, then you say, you know what, you should really if you guys are really looking for some great stuff, go hop over to High End Gaming or hop over to Bread Radio. Right, and, uh, or you can just say "f you" because we're also rivals. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the, sh- the shadow battle, right. the shadow battle of friendship. No, oh, thanks for having me on. No, it's uh, and just a quick story of how Brett and I met. We met on Reddit. I literally put out a post of, "Hey, anybody want to come on our podcast as a guest?" And Brett was like, "I would." And I said, "Well, what games do you like?" And he said, "Hades," and I was literally. Playing you through guys Hades. just became best friends after that, well, huh? Well, it, it, was, the wedding. it was the game I was playing, you know? It was the game that I was obsessed with at the time, two weeks ago or so. And I, I was like, yes, I don't, I'm not going to find... None of my friends are going to play Hades. They just, they just won't. They don't have the balls for it. So, like, what separates Hades... Like, I'm jumping right into it. Yeah. What, what separates Hades from other isometric uh, melee beat-em-ups as in, like, let's say the old God of Wars. It's a masterpiece. Everything. They, they, the, to me, I don't know, Brad, I'll let you go, but to me, real quick, it's this, the, the actual fighting is so smooth and crisp that it's like, I, I it's an extension of my, my own body. Yeah, I would, I would go as far as to say, like, well, full disclosure for me like Hades one game of the like my own game of the year it was mm. number one for me mm. um and I wouldn't say it's like necessarily like a god of war it's a roguelike action game so yeah it's isometric um I don't know how I would describe the combat it's super fast paced it's very fast paced it's not quite like a it's, diablo it's button mashing fast paced because of the view i think people mistake it as a diablo type of a game well sure. there's no the the rpg elements are are uh, removed from the comment so you're not each battle so, so Hades, it's all about skill yeah so just real quick for for the jabronis who have known nothing about Hades and think that we're talking about the blue guy from that Hercules Disney shit. Mm-hmm. Hades is the story of Zagreus, the son of Hades, prince of prince of the underworld, pretty much, who wants to escape the underworld, and so he decides to leave against everybody's wishes. They says he can't leave, and he has to get through all the he has to get through the underworld, basically fight through the underworld, and every time he dies. He goes back to the house of Hades, which is where he lives at like the most bottom part of the underworld. So that's where the roguelike aspect comes in, where you keep be- dying and just you die in the underworld. You get, there's nowhere else to go. You just go back to the underworld. So wait, 
You're saying instead of like Dark Souls checkpoints, you just go straight back to the beginning of the entire game? Yeah, so you, you'll play the first level 50 times. Yeah, it's like, like a it's a run. So you're telling game. me you have to go through all these stages and like perfect run accuracy? No, they they're procedurally generated. So right, Brad? Yeah, they... to a to a certain extent, like they're it switches each around. area. Yeah, each area has its own like hallmarks. Uh, that kind of like it's got its own art style. It's got its own room layout. Um, but every time you go through, it'll just be like a little bit slightly different. You won't get the same power ups every time enemies. you go through maybe some different enemies maybe a different boss uh so it keeps it fresh like it's familiar like you know what you should be doing and what your strategy is like when you're going through a little bit more every time as you learn more about the game um but it also mixes it up a bit because you much like uh rogue games like a like a binding of isaac you'll have different power-ups so you play no run to your own powers exactly no no two runs are identical so you 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 start in Tartarus, so like you can't look up a playthrough and f- try to follow somebody else's playthrough online. No, and the reason you can't is because all of your power ups come in the form of boons from the Olympians. So Zeus will be like, "Hey, take my thunderbolt power," and every time you attack, you'll you'll strike people with thunderbolts, and then you reach a new level, a new room, because it's room by room by room by room, and uh, a progression. And you have to clear all the enemies in each room to move to the next one. Uh, and in, each, in some of the room, each room is defined by the reward you get after beating it. So you beat a level, you get um, a, a Thunderbolt power from Zeus, and then you have two options. You have two doors you can go through. You can go through a room that gives you health, or you can go through a room that gives you another Olympian power. So you go through a room, say, a Poseidon. You beat all the enemies in that room, and then Poseidon shows up. He's like, hey, hey, nephew, how's it going? Here's some water power. I'm pretty, that's that's a pretty good yeah. description, right, Brad? Yeah, like before you like bury the lead, basically Hades doesn't want you to leave. And the Olympian gods kind of get, they hear that you're trying to leave. So it's yeah. basically like a one-way conversation with them. Like you can't really talk to them, but they send down a boon, like to your point, to power you up. And... and when you grab those boons, like a little bit more story is revealed. So right. when you say you go back all the way to the beginning of the game, basically that's kind of true, but it's also not because every time you go through, you get a little bit more knowledge about the story that's unfolding. And I think it's so smart because. So like, let's say like I had a playthrough where I didn't die. I wouldn't learn any story. No, 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 you, you, no, you, would, you lear- would, you would learn story, but you're probably going to die 15 to 20 times before you even get to the end. And spoiler alert, the end of Hades, the final boss is fucking Hades. Okay. So if you do make it through Tartarus, which is the, uh, the la- like the labyrinth maze of the underworld thing, mm-hmm. um, that's where all the suffering souls go after they die. Then you get to the Asphodel, is it Asphodel or Asphodel? Asphodel Meadows, Meadows, which is basically just lava and fire everywhere. Um, I don't know who goes there when after they die. I don't remember the actual. I think it's just part of like the. I think it used to be Asphodel Meadows, Meadows, and something happened, and now it's like lava fields, and no one's really there. 
I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't what know the, exactly. The lore and, is. and then the third one, the third level of the underworld, uh, is the Elysian Fields, which is where like all the heroes and the gods go when they die. So Achilles would be up there. Okay, you know, okay. Theseus. I don't know how much you know. But anyway, once you get through Pretty those, interesting. once you get through those three, you you fight Hades, and if you get through all of them, and then you get through Hades, um, you know you're you escape because we'll get into the story a little bit later. You have sure. to beat Hades to escape, but I got to Hades three times before I beat him, so he fucked me up three times. Yeah, all right, so it's check miserable. this out, like, misery. I I like from what I seen and. Um, but from what you guys are telling me, this shit like sounds like pretty pretty dope. But from what yeah. I've seen, it doesn't look like that. It looks like it could run on a PS3. From what I've seen, okay. But what I'm... you guys are explaining to me makes me think that okay, this is a, like a uh, like a PS4 game or like a like a next generation game. It yeah. is, it, it, uh, sorry, but of its kind, it's the best I've played. So I know there was like another um, game with like procedurally generated stages, but it was for like the PS Vita or some shit. I think it was called like uh, Killing Floor or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. This, R- Rogue, the whole roguelike has become a huge genre, I think. Uh, it's, yeah. It's grew. Yeah, it's there's rogue. a ton of rogue games from Binding of okay. Isaac to yeah. um, Rogue Legacy, Dead, Dead, Dead Cells. Cells. Dead Cells I um, beat like two weeks before Hades. Yeah, I, I would say what Hades does kind of differently than a lot of those games. Um, there's story and other rogue type games, but it's not necessarily necessarily what drives you forward. What drives you forward are the like really sick runs where you get, where you get a bunch of power-ups that all rogue synergize really well. you mean like massively killing people and you're just alone rogue is 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 that what it is i thought rogue was like you die and start over yeah rogue is roguelike games essentially means like it's like run based so the thing i like about hades is i can jump in and complete a run and shit like you gotta like no way no no run like like there one run is like you get your distance and then you go back to the you go start over and you it, you compound the knowledge and some of the power-ups you've gained on each run into the next one to get further each time. Well, yeah, you can't do that with the stages, though, because it's different. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, every time you go through, like, Tartarus is still Tartarus, right? And the same, mostly the same enemies are in there. But from room to room, you're getting different power-ups. And it might, like, it's not always going to be, like, the second room you walk into, it's not always going to be the same set of guys. And you're not always going to be talking to Zeus to get a power-up. It might be, you know, a different mini-boss. And then you talk to Ares, the god of war, who has a different boon for you that does a specific type of power-up. Like, each Olympic god, you know, has some sort of boon they give you that sort of is in line with their ability. So Zeus has like thunder based abilities and those are all mapped to, you know, a quick attack, a power attack, a dash move or a special move. And depending on what, what you select for that boon, you get a different build. 
Yeah. Does that kind of does that make a little more sense? Kind of. You can like create a new character, a new build each time you go through, and it's pretty wild, yo. Yeah. You. you How much is this game? It's only twenty five dollars. Yeah. And that's the full price. That has always been the full price, and and I and when I tell you it's a masterpiece, I, I mean it. And this company, which we'll get Super to giant. in a second, Super Giant Games. I played their very first game, Bastion, which I thought was amazing. Masterpiece. Eight or or nine hour game. Then they made two other games, um, Transistor and Pyre, which I didn't play. And I I know they didn't get as great a reception as Bastion or Hades, but Hades is like the game this company was meant to. I don't know how they're going to top Hades, but they're expected to now at this point, right? Like you put a game out like as good as that. I heard the soundtrack was really good too. Oh yeah, dude! Masterpiece. When I say masterpiece, when I say masterpiece, I'm talking ten out of ten in every category. Oh shit! Right, like story, yep. graphics, sound. Uh, I can't think of any other categories right now off the top of my head. Gameplay. Gameplay. Yeah, that's probably yeah. <laughs> that's probably. <important laughs> what, what did you guys play it on? Switch. I played it on the Switch as well. Right now, it's only out on the Switch and Steam and Epic Games. Uh, they haven't rolled out a release on like PS4, PS5 yet. I would say it's only a matter of time before it gets there. Oh, yeah. Um, I think this year or next year. Yeah. But honestly, sure. playing on the Switch in handheld mode is yep. it's awesome. Because yep. it's, it's totally, like I said, if you have a shit run, you're maybe down for 15 to 20 minutes. But if you have a great what run, maybe it's 45. Yeah. But still, locking in to get like a pretty good experience in a, like for under an hour means a lot to me as I get older and older because time becomes, you know, I don't have time to log time into a game and manage all. Right. Manage inventory. As the darkness of death creeps in. Yeah, sell a bunch of items. I can just turn Hades on and pick up where I left off. It's it's yeah. great. And that's why um, Hades, you know, the underworld is important because that's where we're all going to end up. Now, I have a, I have a um, I want to get into uh, a que- uh, of a question I have. Now, Ted, oh, you sure. you you won't really have uh, much say in this because it's a versus we pit like characters against each other and i wanted to know what you think brad about zagreus versus kratos full power both of them in in a fight in a fight to the death who 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 wins my answer is kratos but you know it's gotta it's gotta be kratos right it's gotta be kratos so so it's all you know kratos kills gods and zagreus more or less is a god but and he's proven, Kratos has proven that every god he meets, he can kill if he wants. So, right, he's a demigod of in of itself. Yeah, and he's the god of war. And basically, in my opinion, as, as powerful as Kratos is, or as powerful as Zagreus is in his games, um, I think if Kratos showed up in his games, he would just kill, he would kill everybody. Yeah, it's just more like, like when I think about it, it, it basically comes down to who wants it more, and Kratos is just fueled on rage. And Zagreus yep. is pretty aloof throughout the whole. He's just like, yeah, yeah. whatever. He's you know, like, trying to get out of here. Br- he's a total bro. Yeah. He's like, I die. I come back. <laughs> I, I, my dad talks shit to me. And then he, I go back into the world. Yeah. He's got, he's got like the spiky hair. He's definitely a bro. So there's a Guido. A little bit. Maybe. Not, not a lot of fist pumping out there, but. No, not. He, not, he gets by. Yeah. Hates his dad. He does it behind closed doors. Yeah. So let me um before we get into what games we played, I'm gonna read the um 
the ad. So we're recording on Remotely FM. And if you're a podcaster, you know how difficult it can be to record high-quality remote interviews. Remotely FM makes it super simple for you to record your next interview. The platform records each participant locally on separate studio-quality audio and video tracks. The tracks are automatically backed up and much more. To start recording great remote interviews and to learn more, go to remotely.fm. So, you know, Remotely's great. We'll move on. This is cool. Yeah, I'm not... not to like extend your ad read, but I've never done anything well, like this before in iPodcast, so pretty yeah, pretty so, rad. So, so the great thing about this is is that you can we well, could just do video audio how we're doing it now, or you can also do it video where we can see each other Facts. and and record the video, and then you can also do it where you don't record the video, just the audio, and like still use the video communication aspect. Also right. facts. So as well. it, it's 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 definitely a consumer and user based uh, service that the our buddy Danny Regfall created. Oh, that's uh, cool. Nonfiction. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so, Brad, you go first. What video? What games have you been playing? What what have been the games of your life lately? Well, in prep for this week, of course, I, I played a little bit of Hades, but I'm sure we'll we'll talk at length about Hades. Um, I've also been playing a game on PC a little bit called Hell Let Loose in early access. It's kind of a, it's a World War II um, sort of military, not quite simulator, but it's pretty realistic. Uh, 50, ver- 50 v 50. Uh, I've been oh, having like a, a like battle? Like yeah. Battle Royale? Uh, not a battle. Well, yeah, not battle royale in the sense of like a PUBG, like a but, like but yeah, team, like team. a battlefield almost, but a little more like um, realistic, I would say. Okay. And well, you, if you die, you're out of the match. No, you're not out of the match, but it's just the the control. Like it's a little less arcadey. Like in in battlefield, you can run and gun and slide around, and you know, in this, you can definitely feel the weight of your character. Sure. The enemies aren't saying. explicitly marked on like so if you see a guy from long range you're not sure if it's your guy one of your teammates or or an enemy um so you kind of have to be careful if you're in a long range engagement um (laughs) and then there are also like commanders and squad leaders who are like responsible for different roles on the field and, and like coordinating the attacks so um it's a military sim but it's also like highly uh, reliance on communication and I've been having a great time with it because it's it hasn't been quite the it's not the call of duty experience right like right. no one's gonna come in and insult my mother at least they haven't yet like so far <laughs> the commu- the community is like a little bit older um, seemingly and everyone's there to like have a good time and work together which is kind of it's refreshing you know cool. like yeah you, and I'm I've uh, I've been seeking those experiences out so yeah, there's, there's a time you know and place. That shit, uh, pardon me, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no. But you know what that shit reminds me of? Uh, what was it? It was the Gundam game. Uh, oh, I the the one on PS, PS4, the free one? Yeah, yeah, the one on PS4, it's yeah. free. Uh, it's like real slow. Like the Gundams are slow. Right. But like you could like feel the impact of like the, the swords and shit. It's like it's pretty dope. Yeah, a little bit more tanky, which, um, I don't know. Sometimes, like like you're saying, sometimes I want that feeling in the game, but yeah, the community yeah. stuff you're talking about and how 
toxic a game is. You don't realize what people mean by toxic games until you get dropped into a a, a chat party with strangers after right. or before a match, and everybody's just like, fuck you. Like, fuck you, piece of shit. Dude, that happened to me in Warzone, uh, like, after you guys left. And, like, I entered in, like, a room with, like, three other people I didn't know, and everybody got mad. <laughs> it's a, I mean, that's a, it sucks, right? Like, that's just not a good feeling. It's, it's weird that we live in a day and age where I would almost rather have my mic on. Like, if I play Warzone, I'm not with my buddies these days. I just... I just don't have my mic on. It's not oh, worth it. Oh, you know what the best is, though? It's not worth it. Sometimes I just go uh, to GTA Online just to hear like people talking smack to each other. <laughs> you just consume yourself with hatred? There's usually a race war going on. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like 50% of the time, there's usually a race war going on. Oh, yeah. There All you right. have it. Ted is a fan of race <laughs> wars. <laughs> You heard okay. it here first. We're just, yeah, we're just admitting our the truth <laughs> to ourselves. Oh, dude, it's funny. So, it's so what, what, what else have you been playing? Um, so every Thursday, I actually record the podcast on Thursdays, but afterwards, I kind of just have like a standing game night with some of my buddies. Um, so we play a lot of Valorant. Um, do you guys know that game at all? It's like a uh, it's like a tactical shooter like, akin to Counter Strike, but with powers like an Overwatch. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what I um, that's what I know about it. Yeah, and, they have like a they have like a national team or some shit, right? Yeah, there there are leagues now. Like a lot of pros from from Counter Strike and the North American scene, are, at least, are going over to Valorant right now. Um, it's made by Riot, who do, also does like League of Legends. Um, so there's a lot of there's a big developer backing there, and I, I anticipate once the uh, world opens up, there'll be some like actual tournaments. I love esports and esport games. So, um, what do you wa- what do you watch besides you know the current games you're playing? Like, what's your favorite? Counter Strike for sure. I just oh, think so you're the, an old school. Are you an old school Counter Strike guy? Honestly, no. Like, I I was a console gamer up until you know like 2012 or 2013 when I built my first PC. Um, but I live out here in Columbus, Ohio, and there was a in 2016 there was a, the first North American major, so like the Valve sponsored tournaments, uh, was was in Columbus, and people from all over the world, teams from all over the world, were here, and it was down where the Blue Jackets play in Nationwide Arena, and I went to see it, and I walked in, and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like the production value is so high, like the viewership experience the tools that they have on hand to make the viewer experience like next level is it's so impressive. And like, I, I often don't like, I think people are quick to dismiss. Um, and I've even got some of my friends, like if you're a sports fan, there's probably an esport out there for you as well that you could also get right. into. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, there's, there's like a level of tactics there. And, you know, out gaming the other team, the strategy that I think often goes unnoticed by the mainstream. And I just think that level of like detail um, and outsmarting your opponent is is so exceptionally cool. Just as cool as like, you know, why that still uh, is the the whole the whole negative uh, view of gamers. I mean, do you really think less than 50 percent of the of America plays video games? No, I, th- I think it depends on what like kind of your definition is of a video game at that point, right? Because yeah. 
if you include like your candy crushes and your like especially sims there's so many people i know that like just play like the sims 4 right or they just play hearthstone or something mobile i think there are a ton of people out there like games i think are I, I really a bigger like part of our games. lives than than anyone is willing to admit you know I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of mobile games and people who play them and call themselves gamers <laughs> My, no i i mean i get that but i think also like i think we risk shunning like another mark like mo- mobile games whether you hate them or love them love them are here to stay like you look at genshin impact but like when that term was like i guess like created to be like i guess derogatory towards (laughs) those kind of people um phones only had like a certain limit they were able to process right now dude people are playing fucking dreamcast games on their phones yeah final fantasy 7 the original is on my my brother beat it on his phone you can play San Andreas. Um, Dude, you can wild, play Vice City. Wild. Call of Duty Battle Royale is out there mobile, and yep. it's it's actually not a terrible experience. I, yep. I played it a little bit. In couple of my buddies, kind of wild. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It just makes me angrier. I guess. I guess it's that like me just getting older. <laughs> yeah, I, just I mean, get it's, angry at things I don't understand. It, 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 they fucking caught up, man. Fortnite. I think we're the only place to report it. They fucking caught up. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yep. Consoles are canceled. We only. <laughs> what do, what do we now. lose? What like what do we? <laughs> <laughs> we lose. We lose the respect. We, we lost the Vita. That's what we lost, right? We but Pour we got out. the Switch. We got the Switch. Yeah. And I we mean, lost the DS and the 3DS. They don't make games for them no more, do well, they? The Switch. Well, I bet you they'll come out with another game. But the, the Game Switch, Boys, the Switch ate them shits. Yeah, but the Game Boy, a... Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, uh, they are some of the highest selling, most sellingest com- consoles uh, of all time. Like, Wait you... till they make the Virtual Boy Two, yo! I'm gonna get one of them, Johns. Yeah. <laughs> I th- honestly, I think the future is in cloud gaming still because you can stream. Like I know Stadia is not being handled very well, but they're already trying it with XCloud and PlayStation Now, and you can stream games from your PlayStation, PlayStation to your now phone. PlayStation Now is pretty tight. I could say that. Right. Yeah. Like if, so, if you have a, a controller with with Bluetooth, or you have a like there are f- controllers where you can just like slot your phone in, you can take AAA experiences with you pretty much anywhere you go. I think the really really the only thing holding us back is the infrastructure here in this, you can this play country. You remote like play on your phone now on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it, it, you know, I don't know. I'm always th- dropping my phone, and I have these huge cases on it, and I just think that if it ever became my video game experience as well, I would just, I don't know. I would I would lose too much if I, I don't know. all my I eggs would be in one my, basket. My Vita different than my phone. Uh, my phone oh, yeah. is already I, a priority over my phone. I treat <laughs> right? my Nintendo Switch as a priority. Yeah, like I have a screen protector on my Switch, <laughs> but I don't on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I probably dropped my Switch like once and when I did it it was like from like you know, not enough for it to do any damage, right? Mm-hmm. I've dropped my phone like 14 times this week. <laughs> I mean, and I'm using my phone point. more, and it's more sporadic. Like, oh, pick up for five seconds. Oh, pick up for ten seconds. But enough about enough about that shit. What what games have you been playing, Teddy? So I went back to the old school, homie. I I guess I got depressed, 
And I was like, you know what? Depression this shit stories. makes me happy. Let me go back to when uh, I was a child <laughs> in my wee days. Uh, so I was playing um, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Okay. Oh uh, SSX3. Oh my god, um, SSX3 is like in my top five favorite games of all time. I love that game. I'm so yeah. happy to hear you say it. Uh, NBA Street Volume 2. I played it for like 10 minutes, realized I was trash again, and then put it in a different game. Which one was NBA Street? Was that the one where like it was three on three and everybody was dunking? No, that... Pretty much. What, what was the game where you could play as like a behemoth? Like you, there was like a Yeti and an alien... That's the first M- NBA Street, I believe. That is the and, and I think all the NBA Street Two is when they had all the players on the field. So, but NBA no, no. Street, the first no, one. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Three. You're three players. You're absolutely right. Is Street that two I'm talking has, about like, the right game, right? Yeah. Tracy yeah. Tracy McGrady is in that one, right? I think it's the one where all the you have to like. It's like a story mode. You make your own character and you have to beat all the special characters. Yeah. And like one guy's really good at shooting. One guy's really good center. And Dude, then you, the first one was really good, yeah. but the second one, it's like the magnum opus of basketball games. Like, okay. literally, it's it's top two. I, yeah. I don't know what number number two would be, though, but oh, I know that this is in the top two basketball games all time. NBA yeah. Jam, Super Nintendo, or whatever. <laughs> That's also one. true. That's also true. That would... Yeah, I don't... Maybe like yep. another 3D one. Dude, I, I don't I'm looking know at that the... cover. The dude with the afro. Oh, yeah, dude. I got it right here. Yeah. NBA Street. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. That's That's got to be. Like, so, where do basketball games go from there? You know? And then SSX3, that was like the, oh the peak of snowboarding games. 100%. PS2, man. PS2. Right. We, uh, Brad, we did a whole episode on um, consoles generations and the games that went with I don't each even console. Think we finished finished the concept of that. We like the part uh, two. yeah, we well we did part two, but the first one we kind of stopped around PS2 because PS2 had so many fucking good games. It was crazy, right. dude. PS- I think it had the longest generation. I think yeah, PS2 lasted for like twelve years before they killed it off. It might even be longer than that. I know. I know it was like twenty twelve or thirteen when they stopped producing those. Finally, yeah. I, I think it's the best selling console of all time, isn't it? it? Or is the Wii now? I think it is. No, it, it is the PS two for sure. I was looking it up. The, no, the Wii, I think, is like the fastest selling. Right, right. I think the Switch beat that though. Oh shit! I, I'm pretty sure that it beat it uh, the other year. But you know, I have to look all this stuff. Apples up. and oranges. At that yeah, point. that'll be that'll be. We'll 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 bring you on for the next for another episode, Brad, where we talk about consoles. Cause we I'd love, love to. That'd be great. Consoles. Dude, now, imagine a world without consoles, dude. It's fucking crazy. Dude, imagine a world. I don't want to live in it. Imagine Russia. a world without love. I, that's the same. You just said the same sentence twice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, games I've been playing. Um, oh, Ted, were you done with the games that you've been yeah, playing yeah, while depressed? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the games man. I've been playing, I've been playing uh, Call of Duty Zombies, the new one, the Outbreak, which is- Just bought that today. Fucking awesome. It's so It's fun. awesome? Yeah. Oh, dude, you play? We're going to have to no. we're gonna have to play together. This is. I just bought it because my, my buddies bought- So they have yeah, don't, don't tell Xbox my wife ones. I bought it too. Uh, <laughs> I won't. I won't. $40. <laughs> but I- um. 
they, sorry to cut you off, but they were playing on Xbox One, and we were trying to play split screen. They've been on a huge zombies kick throughout the whole like mm. pandemic because it's like an experience we can all have in in the house. You know, we've done yeah. everything back from the original, and then we finally got the new one. Uh, it's, it's tradition at that point, right? So. The only thing I'll say is we tried to play it in split screen and holy shit, it's terrible. So the re- <laughs> only reason maybe this is exactly what they wanted and why they didn't put any resources into split screen, but I bought it on my PlayStation so we can all play on our own TVs because it, I cannot stress enough how bad it looks. It, yeah. it looks worse than the original. Who would have yeah. thought? It's crazy. Wait, but you were saying that was on the Xbox, right? Yeah, that was on the Xbox. We were trying that. Mm. I looked up. There were a lot of threads about how Treyarch kind of dropped which, the ball with split screen there. Which which, which Xbox? Uh, they just have the one, like okay. the two of the original Xbox ones. I, I don't understand. So you got the Xbox One, which is the third Xbox, and the Xbox One is the original, but Xbox One is the third one. Your and sentence the 360 is, not is the second sense. one, <laughs> and. And the Xbox One X is not the the One S, but the the he's, digital he's, uh, Lionheart. This is the most painful thing I've. You, no, you sound like you're in the Microsoft boardroom trying to explain <laughs> you sound, to investors. You sound like, like the guy who's naming the Xboxes. Any of it, dude. <laughs> you sound like the guy who who names the Xboxes and is Every, and is explaining it to the boardroom. <laughs> Every day we for, stray further from God's light with a new Xbox name. <laughs> this <laughs> like, is Xbox One X. <laughs> imagine being a parent who doesn't understand what they just they call it the Y box next next round. I just wonder <laughs> how many parents accidentally got their like kids. W H Y. See, see you don't ones. get it. It's the Xbox X is the last one because S and like somebody's trying to explain. It. I'm like I don't fucking understand, dude. That. What's, which one's the newest one? It's Let's just tell me that, dude. More often than not, can drugs be blamed? <laughs> Maybe. What What's more confusing, the name of all the Kingdom Hearts games or the Xbox console naming <laughs> conventions? That's the real question. It Chained might be by Xbox birth memories of sleep dash two point six. No, but did, wasn't that because it was on a DS? It was called like Dual sleep or something dude, they got BS. fucking symbols they got like the hash mark and hashtags in their the fucking game names formerly known as kingdom hearts <laughs> dream do- dream drop uh distance semicolon third sleep <laughs> fucking names yeah that's saying something when Remember xbox still might fantasy be more fighting confusing. game final fantasy uh duodecim zero one two or some shit like what the f- what, what are these numbers here for dude, it means something else in japan <laughs> it has to. It has to be more recognizable uh, symbolism. Translation didn't work. Yeah, maybe. Ryu is not bison. Bison is a Balrog, and <laughs> so they do that. They did that in Japan, the but they could still figure out for their consoles. They just need to stick with numbers. That's what's so funny. Yeah, like one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Yep. And everybody's just losing their dicks over it because they can't find it anywhere. And dude, what's going on with Nintendo? Can you, are you guys, or is, is, am I blind, or are you guys not understand, okay, so check it out, um, the Xbox controller, right, we got A, B, Y, and X, right? Right. Yeah. So, 
the Nintendo has the same buttons. Yeah, Nintendo was first. So what, color, what's your question? Different. What's your question? Nintendo the, the was y, first. When did the Y and the X switch spots? And when did the A and the B switch spots? Well, I think it's because in Japan they go from right to left. So No, but what generation did it switch? Because... Well, I don't know. Who, who cares? Because... <laughs> because in, in Nintendo 64 A was where Square was And B was where X was No it was the, It's always been the same with Nintendo. And now A is where Circle is And B is where X is Yeah they changed it because They can do whatever they want I don't when, when did they do that? I what don't know do I don't that? have the documents in front of me right now Because I got the GameCube controller And it looks like somebody hit it with a hammer <laughs> Like the design they It just, looked like somebody had like piece of paper on the table and somebody didn't like it and then just hit it with their hand. The GameCube controller looked like so, looks like some executive's like kid drew a controller and they were like let's go with that. Like yeah, somebody was shaking the table when they were drawing the buttons and they looked like jelly beans. Somebody is shaking the table with your microphone Ted. Listen. Sounds like you're holding it up like you're a, a comic. It sounds like I'm very passionate about <laughs> He's up on his soapbox. <laughs> Yo, all right. So i so back to this tangent. Sorry, got tangent on was yes, yes. was from I was playing <laughs> Gear, zombies. Uh, zombies, which is awesome. Which don't tell my wife I got it. And then the that was the last thing. And then the other game I I beat God of War on PS5, uh, which looks so fucking crazy on PS5 compared to. Did PS4. you play it on PS4? No, no but but I okay. you can see I I looked at the comparisons. It's insane how good it looks on PS5. It's, it's well, this shit's in like 10K on your fucking dude. It's magic. It's screen. A, it's, it's a masterpiece. Like popping out and shit. Best best console AAA game I've played in a long time, and that's saying something because and Hades I think is equally as as great, but it's a twenty five dollar game on handheld. So these are two clear different experiences of games, and I think. Um, because we are supposed to be talking about fucking Hades. You know, Hades <laughs> and God of War, um, it's almost like no game could really f- play, do have anything to do with the Greek pantheon of gods because God of War 1, 2, and 3 just absolutely like crushed dominated it. It. He just fucking killed yeah, everybody. Yeah, they crushed it. it was, right. He literally killed everybody. And it was those games were so good. They were so popular. I think they themselves, being a P- PlayStation exclusive, like definitely boosted up the playstation name is it 60 I, fps the on ps5 i'm pretty sure they the, no it's 64k wow yeah it's 64 they, they just did a patch for it like a month or so ago and that was right when i started to get it but I, that game was a masterpiece i just beat it i i can't wait to keep playing it's got tons of end game com content i played it in performance mode on the pro it's pretty it's still pretty good did i i, I, I don't have any interest in playing this shit and cinematic mode it's basically like 30 frames a second but like everything is like uh rendered like good i guess down sampled but yeah you can't even tell the difference so it's like why not just put it in performance dude put check it just have a smooth frame rate yeah dude check it on ps5 when you check you'll see you can see like the pores on the back of kratos's head and shit. oh yeah how (laughs) how are the triggers exactly what i wanted can you explain that We'll we'll get we'll talk about God of War later. Let's get back into Hades because, um, 
we have not gotten to because I wanted to ask this comparison sure. of the battles versus the Hades. So Hades in God of War mm-hmm. versus Hades in the Disney Hercules movie versus Hades in the game Hades. Who would win in a fight? Try battle. They all show up in the, the realm, interdimensional realm battle. Oof. And they all they're all full power. Who do you think which Hades do you think swallows the other two? Um, I'm gonna say the Hades owned by Disney just because Disney would find a way to throw enough money at it to win. <laughs> <laughs> More power. Yeah. I, I I mean, I think mechanic wise, I think you're right, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna defer to that being the right answer. But I think if they were to like get into a fist fight, the Hades from Hades, full power would would probably probably win but yeah. i think it would be one of those situations where they'd all just start making out <laughs> and like a try like a tri- triple make out session and then okay. become one hades i ship that and then that hades just makes everywhere the underworld and everybody you know sexual torture all the time yeah now is it still voiced by like james woods like whose voice comes out on top yeah james woods is definitely there okay yeah, no, I I buy into that. It, yeah. It's totally it it falls in line with a lot of Greek mythology too. So yeah, there's a lot that, of there's so much what fornicating. Were those that Hades was in which what Her- Hercules, right? Hercules Hercules dude you don't remember right, Hercules? So, no, <laughs> the, you, wait, so, you never saw the the Disney no, cartoon? I seen Hercules. Fuck Hercules. Okay, first of all. Hercules, the legendary it's, journey with that fucking it, guy. Oh, my, don't I just have to like? Give him a flat tire and his shoes, and he's like immobilized no, or that's some a, shit, right? That's Achilles, you fuck. You don't have a, a, a Hercules <laughs> heel. You have an Achilles heel. <laughs> a Hades heel? Yeah, you got a yeah. Hades heel. You got a Hercules heel. No, no. Oh, it's a ch- that's, that's a Chili's. That's a Chili's <laughs> thing. All right, so check it out. So we they Disney remakes the Hercules movie, right? And they get Will Smith to play Hades. Okay. Okay. So that's the Hades that I'm gonna pick for that battle to win. Will Smith. Would it be Will Hades? Smith or would Will it be Smith like Hades Jared Jared they Leto? Because they just like put him into everything now as like a well, guy. If you put Jared Leto in, then that's racist. Because Will Smith, why can't a black man be Hades? You know. Yeah, black uh, well, man has Will to Will be Smith a blue Hades man can too. still be. Like Will Smith is already you can't get a white man to play a blue man. I don't know. He did a pretty shitty job with the fucking genie in that. I was gonna say he's already a Houdin movie. You know, screw it. Let's have Will Smith Hades and Jared Leto Hades and have them fight. Yeah. So those two show up with those other three Hades that are making like so intense in movies, and it does not even matter. Like you're just just sitting there just yawning. Dude, he only got into one fight his entire life, and his mom made him go live with his uncle because of it. <laughs> that was he a little fight. Made a show about it. <laughs> but no, what what we have is Jarrett Leto Hades and the um, Will Smith Hades. They show up in the same realm with the three Hades that are literally stuck making out for eternity, and they just like join in. James Wood is just there playing the violin for all five of them. <laughs> Sitting laughing at my answer is so ridiculous. <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a mobile game waiting to happen. Yeah. 
the the, yeah. the fits of Hades. So yeah. okay, so I have a couple things I want to get through, like just like favorite power ups, favorite Greek god, favorite weapon, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So uh, this the game is so much deeper than you think when you first play it because you can right. build. So so real quick, Ted, there's Ares, there's uh, or... Athena, there's Zeus, there's Poseidon, there's Aphrodite. Um, there's Dionysus, who's the, he's the Dionysus. He's the god of wine, and oh, I shit. and there's Demeter, and then there's also Chaos, and I think and Hermes and Hermes, and I might be missing. Oh, and then there's uh, Artemis and mm-hmm. Daedalus. So, you know, Daedalus is a little different, but each one of them. So Athena, all her attacks have to do with <laughs> shields, right? What? He's okay, Hercules heals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you got, so you got, uh, Athena is all about shields and deflecting. You got Zeus, all his, he's about power and striking people with bullets and like paralyzing. You got Poseidon, who's water attacks and he, his attacks knock push, back. push, knock back. Yeah. Push people away. Um, Ares, uh, he, he's, some guys, they have curses. So Ares, Ares spears. Ares has, um, do you think he's named after? Yeah, probably. Ares yeah. is you get doom. So every time you hit somebody, it inflicts a curse of doom, which adds extra damage. And he throws like delayed damage. Yeah, yeah delayed damage. Stuff like that. And then Aphrodite, it makes them weak. Dionysus, they get hung over. Um, uh, Demeter is uh, is she's the she's the frost. She's the God frost of woman. Seasons, I think. God of seasons. So she freezes people. You know, and Artemis. It's just about like attack strength. So each one of them has their Critical. own separate uh, power up, like uh, strategy and category. And you could you could do like a bunch, just do two, like the whole time. Just do Poseidon Zeus, Poseidon Zeus. But you could also spread it out and have different attacks for everybody. And you're really just like creating this pyramid of power from all the boons that the gods give you. And I. I've no, noticed I that I, I was gonna say I've noticed that um, focusing on like one or two gods has made has made my life easier. Like trying to to use two gods to synchronize basically yeah. instead of like spreading the love. Have you had the same experience? Or well, well, I always go. So my I, my basis is like get the Athena dash because sure. so there's the five things that you can really or six things. There's the regular attack so like medium attack then there's the heavy special attack there's a cast you can like cast a spell mm-hmm. there is the uh, what call. am i the call where that's like a super powered attack like you call down w- one of the gods to come help you and the last one is the dash attack and each one of those has is what what you can ascribe each boon, a boon to that you get, but it's random. So you get choices, but it's random of what you get to pick each time you meet a god. And then the mm-hmm. last one, the last one is if you get attacked, it it'll do damage. So if I get attacked, and I have a Th- Athena's boon, it will automatically deflect, so I won't get attacked twice in a row. So it, it's it's complicated, but what I would go through is for the dash attack, I would make sure that I had Athena, so that anytime I was dashing, people couldn't hurt me. So no matter what, I'm like I'm not getting damaged. Great. Then for my um, my call, I would either use Ares or Poseidon, uh, because I could just fucking demolish people with with their 
like super summon power attacks. And then sure. for my cast uh, ability, I would use, um, who would I use? I would never use Zeus. I would, oh, I think I would use like Aphrodite's or Ares. Uh, cause I thought they were pretty powerful. And then for my special and my, my attack, um, I would, I would assign to like whoever gave me the best, the best boon, you know, cause all of them are doing damage. Right. But basically if you went with Athena for attack, dash, attack and dash, you're barely ever going to get attacked because her shields save you. Right. So I mean I don't want to yeah, I don't want Athe- it to be like Athena I'm dash a is, language. No, Athena dash is definitely like the way to go. The other thing, they have like duo abilities, which yeah, are pretty two cool. Gods. Where two gods work together. Yeah. Um, and there's this one like for, so for Aphrodite, her call attack, basically you can use it to make any en- enemy like friendly for a period of time. Typically, like for one bar of the build i think it's like a second and a half or three seconds yeah um which can save your ass if, if you have a full charge every ability has like a a modifier if you have a full charge and you're using it yeah i think it's like seven seconds but there's a duo i think with aphrodite and zeus where you're limited like your call is limited down to one bar only so like 25 percent, but it's always charging so if you get that duo, when you get to Hades, you can basically make them friendly for the entire battle because it's charging so fast and <laughs> you can just like burn them down. And that that's one of the first times I beat them. And it was so sick. Like you were just like, you can't even hit me. It, yeah. it felt so good it, when you get like the right synergy. It feels so good. And, and that and that is that gets to why I think it is such a perfect game, because, you know, most rogue games, they're like, hey, you died and you start over. Oh, you like rogue legacies, you die and then your descendants of the character that dies are the ones who go in next. But like, that's just like a cheap excuse. Dead cells, you're not even like a person. You're just like a fucking, you're just a, a cell. You're just like a weird fucking goop thing that continually just gets, shrugs gets, gets thrown back to the beginning. But there was one I heard of that like every time you die, your dude gets older until he just dies. Isn't that Shifu? Sifu? I don't think so. No, that's... That's what that game Sifu kind of looks like, but we'll talk... That's what Sifu looks like. Yeah, yeah that that's what Sifu looks, looks like. It, the combat looks pretty dope in that. I'm hoping that they do well with the combat, but, uh, but well, I want to get back to what I was just saying, but about the combat, it feels like a fighting game. It yeah. feels like... I know it is a fighting game, but it feels like a 2D fighter with multiple buttons that you have to be pianoing like you have to press button 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 but like like really in the right quick succession so that you don't get fucking torn up cuz you cuz if you die it's over you go back to the beginning so you have to yeah. basically get through the entire game without getting hit much and make the decisions where you heal yourself when possible yeah well, and, a lot of times you're making the choice between getting more powerful or healing up so like, yeah. you kind of have to like weigh the pros and cons like do i have enough health to make it through the rest of this floor do i know a boss is coming well, it up seems like, like uh, do this? 3d mario with like no checkpoints oh kind of you, no you have to play it to, you have to there's how no many times can you get hit before you die well it depends on what your health is you can increase uh, your defense kind of like you have you have like a you start off with fifty health, but some guys attack by fifteen, and if you get hit twice, 
you're not there there health is a very hard thing to come across and if you're going for health like Brad just said you have to choose between getting health in the next room or getting a power up in the next room right and there there's gotcha. so every time so you get to the very first room you drop out of the house of Hades uh you leave like the the town I'll call it the town or the hub which is where Hades is, where hole. where all like the that's where Achilles is, it's where Nyx is, all the characters that you meet, they're all chilling in the house of Hades. Then you leave and you go into Tartarus and you go into a room, you fight a bunch of guys, you get a reward. Then you have two two more rooms, three more rooms that you can choose from, three doors, and on each door is either like a health, like you increase your maximum health, you uh, make one of your boons stronger, you get a boon from a god you get a pom or a pomegranate i already described what that is you get um coins you get like the dark essence which is what you level up your character with each run okay, okay. so you get a so, little stronger every so time so you're deciding you're gonna go through 15 to 20 rooms no matter what to get out of tartarus you choose the rewards of those rooms as per the build that you're trying to create with your character. So you could go through the whole first part of the, the first third of the game and not get hit once. And your guy is just uber powerful. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to explain. I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but you basically decide what, what you're going to get every single level. So if you are going on a a run for resources, then you're going to have less power because you didn't choose the power-up levels over the resource levels. But you might have a better starting point then because you've got all your resources and you can invest those resources into like a higher base health or yep. a higher base damage, that kind of stuff. So that's, um, sorry to like transition away, but can we talk a bit about like progression run to run? Because I think the yeah. way they do that with story and progression is really smart in a way. Yeah, that... yeah go ahead. Get, get, dive in. Yeah, I just, I think like the way Hades handles progression, like you're never happy to die necessarily, but it's not in the same sense where you're like, fuck man, like that sucked. Like sometimes sure you it's might fair. feel like you were, you were, you played, you could have done it. Like there's the, the, a skill aspect to it, but there's also the metagame of picking your power ups. You might not have the best power ups that run, but when you die, the, the, you go back to the hall of Hades or, or whatever it's called the hall of the dead. I forget, I forget the house exact of Hades. term house of Hades. Sorry. Um, and when you go in the, all the characters are there might have something new to tell you about the story, either a tip or unravels something about the mystery that you're kind of trying to solve, which is like what happened to my mother or you go talk to Hades and he just talks shit to you, which is always kind of funny. Yep. Um, and you talk to like Nyx, who's the, God of, like the the night? Go- she is, of the night? She like is the she night. She is the night. Yeah. Something like that. And she's like low key trying to help you. Um so when you die, like, sure, your run's over, but you go back and you're like, I don't feel that shitty about it because one, I've got some resources to make my ne- next run easier. I learned a little bit more about where I was going, like maybe I made it all the way to Elysium. Or I learned a new synergy of the powers. I I um I tested out some new powers that time through, so I know what I want to strategize for the next run, but you also get these like little pieces of story uh, every time you go through. 
So when I die, I'm like, sweet. Now I get to progress the story a bit, talk to some more people, understand, unravel more of the mystery, and I'm ready to make another run. The story um, is addicting, too. It totally that, addicting. That's, you keep all your items when you die? Well, your boons? You don't really ha- no. You don't really have items. You keep your you have your weapons. You have you have a weapon, but like those weapons, the infernal arms, they're always there. Like you start a run, you pick your weapon, and then you go, you leave the house of Hades. Like you, like you, you come back to the house of Hades after every death. You walk through what is it is the house of Hades, which is Hades is sitting at a desk, like writing papers, like signing people into the underworld, and then you go and walk through your own bedroom. You walk through Zagreus's bedroom. And then you go and get a weapon and then you escape the house of Hades and start battling through the underworld. And every time you die, you're basically, you basically just fall into a blood mist and are basically re put into a pool of blood in the house of Hades where all the dead souls are, are, are walking out of. So you don't bring anything back. You start off with nothing except the powers in the dude's body. And that's why I liked it so much. Because they interconnected every single aspect of the game to the fact that you're dying over and over and over again to try and escape the underworld. Right. Because you want to, because your mother, the story is, which well, spoiler, you're the son of Hades. You find out your mother isn't who, she, who you thought she was your whole life. You find out your mother is Persephone, which is Hades, the only like lover Hades ever had in Greek mythology. And, uh, Persephone she left li- for some reason. She left the underworld, and Zagreus wants to know why his mother left him. So he's like, "I'm leaving," and the, the the Olympians help him. And Hades is like, "No, you fool! You can't leave, stupid boy!" Beep boop bop, and then he keeps trying to escape over and over again. And then he escapes, but I don't want. I don't really want to spoil the actual game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, do you think I don't, actually? I don't care if I spoil it, but you let me know what you think, Brad. <laughs> I mean, your show, man. Do it. Do what you like. This game has been out since what, like September? Um, yeah, man. Fuck everybody I, else. I think there's like you there's some stuff that you learn throughout the game that's worth knowing, but um, I think necessarily some of the end game stuff isn't isn't too bad to know. Like yeah. that's not necessarily the only thing driving you through. You learn a yeah. lot more. The, the story really is is addicting, and and literally talking to the characters and learning more about their stories each time you go back to the house of Hades and. Um, getting further and further and talking to Hades is is big. Like you get to the end of the three levels, Ted, and Hades is waiting there, and you talk to him, and you learn a little bit more about why your mother left. And then you finally defeat Hades, you kill him, or he you yes you kill him, and he goes back to hell. He goes back to the house of Hades, just like you did when you die. And uh, the final levels, you go to Greece. And you're in Greece, walking around, and you find your mother. And she's like, who the fuck are you? And the mother, Persephone, says, oh, or she's like, yeah, who the fuck are you? And Zagreus is like, I'm your son. And she's like, no, you're not. My son died. And you learn uh, that Zagreus, she didn't even know Zagreus was alive. So it's like, whoa. And then what happens, big spoiler, you die again. You, as as an underworldling, you can't survive on the surface for like more than five minutes. So you beat the game, you beat <clears throat> you beat Hades, and then you die, and you have to go back. 
and you actually have to beat Hades, the the comp the the not the company. You have to beat the boss Hades ten times to get the full story. Does that make sense? That's pretty fucked up. So, how many times did you beat it, Brad? Uh, I think I'm at like eight or nine at this point. I don't think I've seen the last scene yet, but oh, dude, I'm I'm pretty close. I think. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Um, one of the final times that you get to Hades, he doesn't fight you; he just lets you go, and then you know oh, that's you, cool. Then you know you beat the like you're getting to the end. I won't spoil right. the actual end. Right, like there's this whole wrinkle that like the Olympian got like they're not supposed to know where Persephone is, and they're not yeah. supposed to know much. They don't know much about you, so there's this whole like proctoring piece part of the story as well that I think is part of the end game. Um, but it's just cool that like, once you beat the final boss, you're not necessarily done. There's still a reason to keep going. Yeah. It, but it, that it, first time you beat Hades does feel pretty fucking awesome. Oh yeah. And, and, and the thing is Ted to continue that addicting story, you keep beating Hades cause you learn more and more and more and more from beating Hades. You learn from Hades and then leaving to talk to Persephone, your mother, you learn more about her life each time uh, you actually beat, get through it. So you literally have to like, I've, I've died probably 40 times in the game and I've beaten it 11 or 12 times. Cause I kept going. Cause, cause even after you beat it, the 10 quote, 10 times to actually beat it, there's still more to learn from other characters in the uh, in late in later runs after you've done everything, right? Oh. Which is there still more stuff for you to get. Yeah, there's still more things to unlock, and st- it, it's really the story. And like, I, I forgot, there's a whole like semi-social aspect to the characters. You can give them gifts, and these gifts come in the form of uh, nectar, nectar, nectar it's of the gods, and nectar of the gods. So you collect this nectar of the gods. It's also one of the items that you can win by beating a room. Uh, you give it to say you give it to fucking Achilles, and then you he's like, "Oh, thanks, mate." Like, and then you learn more about Achilles by giving him, and you get closer and you develop relationships thanks, with each character. Away. What? Right. So, I said thanks, and then he's hopping away. Right. Don't, don't want to hurt his heel. Yeah. And you also do it for the gods, too. So you meet the gods while you're fighting, and you give them, and then they like you more. You get better boons and shit like that. It, it's just crazy. It's like, I don't know. It's it's a really solid rogue game. Like, if you just take gameplay aside, it's great. But the story also drives yep. you forward. There's relationship building. There's fishing in this game that you bring <laughs> back, and it gets you, like, upgrades and stuff and it's a deep it's a, there's it's, just it's so many deep. layers to this yeah, game it's layers like, is the word and, and go ahead i'm sorry no i was just saying it's so hard to like represent this game to someone who has never played it yeah like i've read like i was like oh yeah i can talk about hades but every time you bring something up i'm like oh yeah and also like <laughs> it's just there's so much going on but everything it does I don't have a lot of criticisms for that game, honestly. Only like I would probably have played it a ton more if my Joy-Cons didn't get Joy-Con drift. Honestly, oh, yeah, that's dude, the only uh, reason I stopped dude, playing. Qu- it. Quick side tangent on Joy-Con drift: if you ever like want to just tinker and fix them yourself, it's really not that hard. 
um, to like unscrew it, put the new one in, and it really like, cost you like twelve bucks. Like I was a little nervous the first time I did it because I was like, what if I lose my Joy Cons? It's like, well, they're fucking broke now anyway, right. so why not? And and it's That's actually not that bad. It's actually they come with all the tools. It's actually quite simple and works great. Huh. Okay. Well, I might have to take you up on your tip there and after Joy-Con the show. boys. Yeah. So that, um, that brings me, that brings it, we're, we're up to about an hour. Um, I, I wanted to read, uh, we have two questions, uh, from fans. Uh, they're not really about the game, but I, uh, you know, I like to give whoever emails us a chance to shout out and, uh, I'm going to, sure. I'm going to leave it to you, Brad. Do you want question one or question two? Question two is very insulting. Question one is a little less so. Well, now I feel like I need to know what question okay. two is. You so said question, that, so let's start with two. So question two is from uh, <laughs> Raniel Holden. Okay, Raniel. I, I think it's a, a fake name. He says, uh, his hey, question Raniel. is, I'm just going to read it how it is in the email. Of you, questions, question begins, of you disgusting creatures and your gaming setups. I guess us he's talking about which sides or pieces of your controllers, keyboards and monitors has the highest amount of your biological materia material spattered and smeared on it. And in parentheses, he put feces, semen, saliva, mucus and urine. Oh my God. You weren't kidding. No. Uh, Raniel from somebody named Raniel. Uh, I don't know. Maybe my controllers and my keyboard just from I like mostly just like sweat grime. I, that sounds gross. I try and break. I try and pull apart my keyboard every so often, like pull all the keys out and dust it out and, and clean it out. Um, but I've definitely in the past, like I've pulled out a PlayStation four controller and looked like under the joysticks and been like, that's pretty gross. <laughs> I should so probably, I should probably uh, so you're clean that out. So I, I try and keep up to it. You can tinker. You can oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. You could totally fix your Joy Cons. Yeah, I, that's exactly how I describe myself. I'm I'm a tinkerer, but I'm not a, I'm not necessarily tech savvy. But I can pull something apart and kind of figure stuff out. An it's old all world tinkerer. It never come. Right. Exactly. What about Just you, like Ted? Ted so, sleep guy. Where's which which one of your controllers has the most feces on it? Oh, mine's my switch because I take I take it into the, the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, <laughs> by default, I think the dirtiest controller I have is one that I don't use. It's just collecting dust, honestly. Um, but what is that dust but, sticking but, to? Fuck, man. But um, I have like when I took all my controllers apart. Uh, the I had to like fucking there was like some shit in the square button. I didn't even know what it was, but I don't think it was from me. Could have been some grease. Who knows, dude? Sometimes like you but got now, grease on your fingers like and it solidifies. Dude, like I fixed all my controllers, like square, like spare parts and shit, and now I have like a shitload of shitty controllers. How many good like, ones do you I have? I have two good controllers, okay. and I have one, two, three, four, like, five, like, pieces of shit, like, <laughs> fucking just spare part controllers, like, 
Like, if I don't like somebody and they come over, yeah, play with that the, controller. The Mad Cat's controller. Yeah. So that the little the, brother controller. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, so that was a question. That was a question we got from Raniel. R-A-N-I-E-L Holden. Who names I, these I don't know. human beings? I, I know. Of, I've, hear, I've heard the name Daniel before, but Honestly, all my... Daniel? My controllers are all over the place because I spray my hands with Pam before every gaming session. You know, you gotta stay loose. What? You gotta stay loose, slippery. Yeah, and wet. It. look, man. Like if I'm I'm WASD, I gotta slide to Q. Slips right off the key, man. Hot tip for oh, all the gamers oh, out there. True, true gamers out there spray their hands with Pam. Dude, I'm like, if you're playing your hands with Pam and like grabbing a PlayStation controller, yo. Yeah, I don't know. Crisco works. Just dip your hands uh, in. It's fine. Sure. I just, I just, no. I just have my hands like soaking in mayonnaise before I play. Nice. Me and my homies are like fighting game players, so we used to like uh, put like a uh, a thing over our thumb. For like uh, the D pad, so like we would oh, like D pad yeah. burn and shit. Yeah, yeah I got, legit had calluses on my hands back in the day. But I think my thumbs have evolved way past any of that. You think so? Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't get, dude. I if these dude, thumbs I could play speak. with a Dreamcast D pad. <laughs> you ever play a fighting game on a Dreamcast D pad, dude? You'll cut your thumb <laughs> right away, dude. You'll you'll. <laughs> yeah so that's a that's a question from raniel um thanks raniel we have uh we have one more if if you want to hear it it's not as bad um but we can get them out of the way this is around this time of the podcast is when we we dive into oh, the, yeah, the fan questions and uh, i love this, reader mail this is uh from a fan dylan o'doyle uh he says while gaming what is your drug of choice and at the end, it reads O'Doyle rules. Hmm. Well, uh, I guess the list would be shorter if I said the ones that I didn't prefer while I was gaming. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I like alcohol is a drug, and like, there's nothing like slugging some beers back with your boys and and yelling at it's each true. other while you play zombies. Every time I beat uh, GTA San Andreas, I was drunk. That's um, a that's a fun fact. Every time you beat San Andreas specifically, you were drunk? Yeah. How many times have you beaten it? Like if you, five times. I expect you to be like one time, just the one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for mine, my my uh, drug of choice is going to be like ibuprofen. Oh yeah. Yeah, or uh, no, any, no, uh, Sudafed. That's mine. Sudafed. There you go. Sudafed. I wrote down the wrong one. I was looking at Ni- the wrong pill case. Sudafed. Nyquil. Yeah, and um, oh, what, uh, what was I going to say about drugs and video games? Oh, uh, quick, quick tangent. Uh, I remembered. Quick tangent. Is love a drug, or is love a battlefield? <sighs> Yes. Did they answer that in a song? Is that, I think it's yeah, the answer is yes. It's both. Battlefield. Okay, that's that's actually the right <laughs> Ask answer. Ask Snake if he could find love on the battlefield. No, no, it's it, it's it's uh, it's just something that I heard once um, in in like eight different songs, and I just wanted to know. You know, I guess love is if love is a drug, then love is the drug that I like to uh, abuse. 
while I'm. Do you guys ever get withdrawal from non gaming? Yes, hundred percent. I mean, I and and vice versa. I get withdrawal from real life when I've been gaming too much. Dude, I can get it. I get it within twelve hours, bro. Yeah. Thank thank goodness I have a steady relationship, and she understands me, because right, sometimes like here. every once in a while at the end of the week I'm just like. Babe, like I just need to sit down and play a game for a minute and not think about <laughs> anything else related to life or work. And you know, I love you, but yeah, I was I in an arranged marriage. I'm in an arranged marriage, so I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> and neither does she. So it's kind of like, <laughs> listen, I'm gaming, and she's just like, it's game I time. I don't have a choice either way. And I was like, okay. Now, but I to bought- your point about going back to real life, like that's for real a thing too. Like sometimes yeah, I'll start gaming on a Friday night. And then it comes Sunday and I step outside and I'm like, oh my God, the sun's out. I probably should have been, you know, out here at some point Dude, over the course so of the guilty weekend. Cause like, I feel like I just like lay down in my pajamas and just game for like 12 hours and feel so accomplished, but I did nothing. Yeah. And then, and then your eyes slowly gaze away from the screen and you, you realize that like it's winter and right. you're alone and you know <laughs> the, cab- the cabinets it's, are empty it, it, yeah <laughs> the, cab- the the toilet you only get up to take a piss yeah you right. literally are wait s- you guys get up <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you're slut you're just slamming water as much as as often as possible and then like right. you realize then 10 hours goes by and you haven't drank anything or eaten anything and you just eat a bunch of terrible shit dude sleep and then and then like there are those days where like i'm like you're like super tired but you you like i don't know if it happens to you guys but like this happened to me like i'm i'm so fucking tired but i i need i need to game but i'll be like half delirious gaming yeah and i end up just like falling asleep in my chair dude it's it's the same pissed off it's (laughs) the same as with sweets man like you could be full you could be eating you could eat a whole fucking meal and then you'd be like, yo, I'm so, I'm, I'm so stuffed, can't eat. And somebody pops out the ice cream. You're like, I could go, I could have, I, I could have, have a scoop. What is that, I Chunky got, Monkey? I, I, yeah, I'll, th- I'll, I'll have a bite. Why not? I could have a scoop. Eat. Oh, you have frozen bananas too? Put some, put some, put some chocolate syrup on top of that. I'll eat that too. It's okay. I'm not that full. Same, right. same thing with gaming. Ted, to your point about like playing for 12 hours and you're like, what did I just do? Sometimes, <laughs> like sometimes I've actually been on this kick lately where I'm like, does a game actually need to be a hundred hours long? Like, is it so, like, yeah, sometimes there's enough content there, but sometimes I'm, I'm fe- I feel like they've drilled down human psycho. Like there's so much R and D into how the human mind responds to like tasks and accomplishment and dopamine hits that I'm like, yeah, I just spent, seven hours of my day farming this one resource to make a weapon, but I really didn't do anything, but I know I felt accomplished for it. And then I go down this dark spiral of like, why did I just do that? Did it why mean why am I existing? And did they calculate that I would do that? And the answer yeah. is like, probably, yeah, they did. Like, why did thousands and millions of cavemen survive so that I could do this? Yeah. So that I could make a, rock pickaxe it's like there's some irony there you're just like what i've chopped so much wood i've chopped down a thousand trees in video games i've not chopped down a tree in my life and uh, i've wielded an axe a few times i've never 
Like I, that's what I say, Ted. If yeah, I, yeah, I've been on the fucking the Nuremberg, but like, I'm not a driver. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I say <laughs> to Ted all the time. If I ran ten percent as much as I made video game characters run, I'd be, I'd have like four thousand gold medals. Dude, I wanted to do I a know. workout program where every time I died, I'd do like push-ups and sit-ups. But yeah, that lasts like I just fifteen gave up. push-ups. I, yep. Nope. Dude, I just I think give we up. all do that. Like, there's no way I'm doing that. There's no way. I I, I could try. I, I do it's a game good standing. I do game while standing though. That um, that was I got a standing desk. It's basically just a fucking shelf. It's wood that I can lean on, and sure. I will game uh, while standing, and uh, I'll accomplish. You That's know, like, better for you. Yeah, it, it like I'll be gaming for like three four hours straight. You know. While I'm supposed to be doing my Dude, job. That's great while you're pro- playing Death Stranding or something. <laughs> right. You got to get the treadmill out so you can simulate walking to every. Dude, they they just came out with the um the the 3D treadmill for VR games, so it's over. Uh, come ready player to one. Be totally right immersed. Right. Dude, Death Stranding. Uh, you ever play that, uh, Brad? I did. I um. I feel like I wanted to like that game more than I did like that game, if that makes sense. What did you think yeah. of the terrain? The... <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like, Well, that's like the main enemy is the terrain. Right. I mean, I thought like there was some cool stuff in that game as far as like the social aspects where people could lay down pathways for you that you would see that, to right. make like navigating the terrain more easy. But like... At the same point, I was just like, I could be playing like Fallout or something, and like, yeah, where you're not a UPS driver over the course of that walk, yeah, dude. Dude, speaking of this shit, I was talking to my homie, my one of my other homies. He said he played it. He said he built a whole fucking highway. (laughs) He said he 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 spent mad time built his his own highway. Well. He he built it for like you know everybody, but he built the highway right, and like people could like, um, like thumbs up your shit right. Yeah, he didn't get no thumbs up. He just had people make signs on his highway and thumbs up the signs. <laughs> so he, so he had people somehow like gaming the system on Dude, him. He was like super depressed talking to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's like I've spent enough time in other games, like, for example, like a Minecraft where you make a whole railway to, like, get resources back to your camp that, like, felt it felt like it had more purpose to me than whatever I was doing in Death Stranding. Like, yeah, no, no I, amount of crushing monsters in that game. Basically, turn me around. Go to that. L.A. and have your truck stolen. Work for GPS. And that's what the game is. Work for GPS. Delivery <laughs> you, you mean UPS, right? Garmin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get it, dude. I, I played Ark. Ark's probably my most documented hours game. Probably right. Like, you know, around uh, less than 1,100 hours, but more than 1,000. And I've not accomplished a single thing in that game. I, <laughs> I haven't beaten a boss. I haven't done well. Dude, that game is so wild, dude. My homie said he hasn't played for 30 days and his house was like dissolving. Yep. Like, like, and like people like stole his animals and dinosaurs <laughs> and shit. Yep. yep. Yeah. I have And like people build like fucking like av- Avengers airships on like di- two dinosaurs. Yep. 
I, uh, it's crazy. I had this conversation with my girlfriend on crack where like whenever we're watching like a z- apocalypse show, like, or like a zombie show or movie or whatever, she's like, I don't think everyone would like be so quick to kill each other. Like in these shows, I'm like, really? Yeah, I'm killing. Like, have everybody. you played? I'm just like, have you played? I'm just like, if you played one video game with me, like an arc or rust, you would know right away that, that that's not true. Like it would, there it would descend are enough, into madness and people would steal from each other the, so yeah, fast. There are enough people in video games. Like even if there was only 5,000 of these people who would just thrive during the apocalypse of just being cruel, brutal, torturous warlords of the, of the plains of, of ash, uh, even if there's only 5,000, they're all playing video games and they are hoping for shit like that to happen. Cause that's dude. How, how yeah, happy weird. were you when your boy was announced for arc two? Vin Diesel. Talking about yeah, Vin Diesel. Root. I'm, I'm fucking Groot. Dude, I don't give a fuck about arc two. I'm, I'm, I gave arc enough of my time. I don't think I'll, the only way I would play that game again is if I had like, no lie, like a squad of five to 15 people who were active, like five minimum. You, I'm just saying, do you hear him? Know, He's like, giving himself a condition to get back into the game. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like an abusive relationship to me. Yeah, it's like, I'll never play this a game think, unless like, everybody who builds all this shit and like Minecraft and shit, you give, give those motherfuckers Legos, tell them to build that shit with Legos. They would not build that shit. I, yeah, but that's part of the, what's sweet about Minecraft. You can't do that. It, with it is digital. It's digital Legos. I love Legos. And you, it's 20 bucks as opposed to Legos that are like, $120 for Recently, a small set. Recently, my mom told me that she threw out my Legos when I was really yeah, sad. Yeah, Brad, don't don't let him mislead you. His mom said there was so much feces and semen on them that, that <laughs> and you're there in... was like amoebas growing on it. Oh, man. Oh, there's the um, there's the Disney toys, amoebas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, isn't amoeba an actual thing? Like a, I thought they were butt plugs. I thought Amiibo, amoebas were like yeah. microscopic organisms that are just all about consuming. Wait, amoebas, amoebas right? Yeah. The Nintendo toys. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Those, those are, uh, those are ami- amoebos. <laughs> M-I-I. Amoebos, I think. That's how they're spelled. I've, I've got a couple of them. They're kind of sweet, honestly. Yeah, our buddy, uh, the recurring Rich, who hasn't been on the show in like a year, uh, he, he collects them as well. I don't necessarily collect like there's just a couple like when I first got my switch like right. when I had Breath of the Wild I was like yeah I could you know yeah I'll get a, a it's link. tempting that's it's cool. tempting to get some of those for games like that for sure yeah yeah now um Hades you know but just to close up Hades uh, yep. any back. questions any questions yeah <laughs> any questions Ted that you have about Hades about Greek mythology or, and anything bread that you would want to cover that you didn't get to cover. As we as we as we near the end of this journey, uh, Ted, any questions first before I go into tangents? Is this shit? Is this lore canon? Yes, uh, this is all actually, based on a true story. Actually, more or less, like it's it's a lot of it's true to form with a lot of the mythology. They they take some creative liberties yeah. here and there, but it actually kind of got me like I've I read up on some of the Olympian gods and Zagreus and his like the relationship with Persephone and like the story of Persephone and how she goes missing from like Hades and 
and Zeus, that's actually in Greek mythology. So um, while it's not like a one-to-one, it's definitely inspired by, and it, it it's it's tight. actually kind of rad. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely, like, really, like... The, I like shit like that that plays around with, like, real shit. Like, you would love like this Metal game, Gear Ted. plays around with, like, real fucking shit. You Gu- know, like, guaranteed, Ted. You what, other, what other games do that? I forgot what other games What God do of that. War does it. God of War, yeah. 100%. You know, they... they, they you're right, you're you know, right, Wolf, right. Wolfenstein, you know, g- games where they actually... It's historical fiction, though. I guess you can't really call... Did they, did they, did they kill Hitler historical. in the 3D ones yet? In the Wolfensteins? I think so. He's, like, super Hitler. He's like super mecha Hitler. <laughs> mecha I <think>. Hitler. <laughs> I, I think so. He's like it's like Such him an and and, uh, and Sigourney Weaver and that fucking thing in Alien. They had to like they had to censor forces. Hitler for like one of the regions, and all they did yeah, was Germany. take out his mustache. Yeah, they they censored so, him for so Germany. So they removed his mustache, and like yeah, it's not Hitler anymore. I mean, changed his name to Alan. That's, that, sounds, that sounds about right. You he he single-handedly mustache. ruined that mustache forever. Nobody could ever rock that shit. No. Ever. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's so, like... Yeah, a, why did he rock that shit? I mean, that's like a really, really, really small thing that he got, that he ruined, you know, compared yeah. to... Charlie Chaplin ruined that shit? Compared to the no, other no, stuff. Hitler. Hitler. Oh. He ruined some other stuff, too. Yeah, like some paintings. He was a painter too. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting. Like, there, yeah, the, at the United States government has a bunch of Hitler's paintings, but they're just like in a vault somewhere because while there's probably some historical significance around them, they don't like. There's no like. There's a moral stance they've taken to not display his art, so it can't be like celebrated Admi- in a admired, way, if that makes sense. Yeah. admired or like to, people to like, demonize every aspect of his life is is you the, should uh, just burn it no right. it's funny it's funny i was literally watching something joe rogan was talking about and i don't watch him often but this thing this subject was that you're talking about hitler and he brought up dan carlin and how dan carlin compares hitler to genghis khan and how genghis khan arguably i think eight nine hundred years ago uh was like when he murdered everybody like 10 percent of the 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 world population and that he can be spoken of in positive lights that when people speak about genghis khan almost anywhere it's there's no stigma added to him like yeah he was a warlord he did all this stuff he did all these things killed all these people but it's the distance dan carlin has this idea that uh, the distance from a tragedy, no matter how large, can turn it, can completely sway public opinion of it. So while you know, Hitler, what Hitler did was evil, he suspects that in 800 years, 1200 years, whatever, I know that's a fucking really long time, that people will speak of Hitler in a similar way and, and bring out that he was an artist. They'll, they'll focus more on his positives as a historical figure and less so as like a demonic presence that we are he's seen as in our lifetime. Interesting. I think he's just looking at the general, general thing because it's like, all right, 
Genghis Khan, what what did like what were the bad things that he did? He slaughtered millions and millions, millions. and millions of people. Yeah. He enslaved. No, but like and did raped. he slaughter a specific? Did he slaughter a specific type of person? That that was another or thing did, they did talked he about. Slaughter war versus genocide. Anybody. That was the difference. They that was the distinction they made of war versus genocide. That if you see people across the border that you don't like and kill them, then it's war. If you see people who are within your border and you kill them, it's genocide. Or if you pick a specific group of people, it's genocide and one is somehow worse than the other, genocide or war. But with Genghis Khan, the worst, the things that he did was he raped and killed so many Chinese people um, that he drastically altered the genetic, the genetic different variety of an entire continent of people but hitler did the opposite true <laughs> you see well, what I'm saying? well no no well hitler didn't himself rape thousands of women uh no, Genghis no, Khan but like did. he's given life and he's taking life he's making babies and he's Taking generations out. Yeah, he what what Hitler did. He's was playing he, his seed and he's ripping. Yeah, that's what from the that's earth. what Genghis that's what Genghis Khan did, and he. So Genghis Khan's DNA is everywhere. You're saying. Yeah, there's a there's could a, be on your controller. Yeah, there's a high percentage of Asian East Asian people who they think you have like a very Interest high percentage chance of having. Um, DNA linked to Genghis Khan or his descendants because he he literally raped so many. He they would I don't know if it was Japan or if it was the Mongolians who they would kill they killed every man over like six feet tall because they didn't want them, they didn't want them to have they didn't like playing basketball they didn't they didn't want them to have big warriors to to build an army so they wanted everybody to be small like this type of genetic like. It's like Darwinism in a way, forced Darwinism, where they're picking these enemies, the people they call enemies, killing them for whatever reason. Or natural selection doesn't matter. Yeah, there is no, it's the opposite of natural. It's like forced. Whereas like this guy, he has to convince 100,000 people to ride with him and kill all these people, though. So, and that's kind of where they made the connection between Hitler and uh, Genghis Khan, is that they had to become leaders and lead people to do these terrible things that they did and how we talk you could there's a lot of similarities between the two but people you know, you know you don't see hitler as a good guy in bill and ted's excellent adventure but you see fucking genghis khan right you know yeah. so i don't think hitler got bitches like kong though um i also think like a lot of hitler's atrocities <laughs> are are more well documented right he filmed so. everything yeah. Yeah. So I think so, it's a little um, true when you talk about like how history will view Hitler, like Genghis Khan. I think there there have been studies that like when a number gets so overwhelmingly big, sympathy levels and like when you're telling the story kind of goes down because it just is another big number as opposed to like fifty people died on in a plane crash. Here are their names, you know. Yeah. So like for Hitler and having all of that so well documented and all of the everything basically being documented in the annals of history and national libraries and, and documentaries and movies. I, I don't think, I still don't think he's going to age very well, but yeah, I'm no, Carl he's probably going to age sure. much worse than Genghis Khan, but right. 
I don't know why we got into this, but I, I was I was happy to add some actual knowledge to this uh, to this podcast rather than just my ridiculous opinions. Of don't Hades. say we didn't teach you anything, guys. Yeah, you right. Yeah, we everyone's learning, but yeah, yeah. we, we got to wrap this up. This was this was this went so much better than I could have anticipated. Brad, you're a fantastic guest, and I think and I think I sense. I don't know about you, Ted, but I sense a, a, a subtle bread friendship baking in the oven of the world. Oh, yeah. I like potato bread, personally. Like I said, man, all, all bread is my children. So oh, yeah. any bread you like, I probably also do, too. I'm a big fan and, of tortillas. Uh, my stomach shows for it. They're kind of like bread. Do you know what's fucked up when I was little? Uh, I'm just going to say, yeah, it was really fucking embarrassing, bro. <laughs> It's the I end just of the Barney, dog. That's it? Right? Barney. It's not okay. embarrassing. And Gullah Gullah Island. Yeah, watch that shit, shit yeah. too. She's pumpernickel bread, so Barney. Yeah. That, I used to think bread was grown in the ground because they grew bread in the ground on like Gullah Gullah Island and Barney. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for years, so, I thought. <laughs> so you thought loaves of bread. <laughs> shit was grown in the ground. You thought loaves of bread like, just like grew in the dirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> loaves are just. And they just the pulled out a bag of bread. <laughs> Fucking That's great. already tied up and shit. <laughs> already cut. <laughs> imagine, you imagine nobody corrects that and you get to be like twelve years old and you're just like you just ask Those the wrong people question. exist. Yeah, yeah, I know. Dude, it's like I, I was so bad about like not knowing about that. For so long. Those silent silent so stupid silent puzzles you solve in your mind, like, oh wait, like Oh, okay. I, I hope nobody knew that's what I thought. <laughs> like, I just had, like, an awe moment. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, He's, oh, that's how you use a fork? What? Yeah, dude, I don't want to bring up an old story, but things fall through the cracks <laughs> for people sometimes, and you learn things the wrong way. Like, the wrong way to wipe your b-hole, and the, the, <laughs> the wrong way to clean your ears, and what to do with the stuff that comes out of your body. So Things, you know, it's just... You, some people just don't know where bread is made. Okay, it's just or that's how it's the, made. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was I was just gonna look through my uh my notes real quick. So we'll, we'll, we'll you know what we'll talk about Hades some other time at, at more length because I think this was a good episode. I think we talked For enough sure. about it, but this was like an introductory. This was like a first date episode with bread. Hades one hundred and one and bread radio. We damn near fucking read your guys the manual. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, so. and thanks again for having me, guys. Really, no, really it was great. You got any closing thoughts? Anything you want to say? I want you to talk about your podcast a bit. Shout it out. Uh, yeah, it. so you can find Bread Radio basically wherever you listen to podcasts: Spotify, Podchat, any any combination of pod and a noun is what I like to say because there's so many of them <laughs> out there these days. Um, but you can man. listen pod to heart. myself and uh, my buddy Greg talk about games and games news every week. New episodes are on Friday and. Hopefully you add it to your rotation along with uh, high-end gaming. So Go, go listen um, to it at, after this it, instead of this. <laughs> no, no. Rotation. Rotational. We'll go for allies yeah. instead of Choose enemies, your but, room, um, just like in Hades. Exactly. Choose but your we'll podcast. have to get one of you guys on the show as well and, and return the favor. But yeah, it's, it's that, been fun. Um, thanks for having me. And, and we're just going to do a quick, um, quick shout-out to... Uh, Bnap, whose music we use for the intro and outro, nom, 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 nom. Um, and I wanted to say shout out to uh, all the Greek gods who have fucking incest sex with their cousins and their sisters, 
They have sex with their isn't own that, kids. Wait, isn't that what Vikings are? Call me Aphrodite. Incest? Isn't that why they have red hair? What? You think all Vikings yeah. have sex with each other? Their children? Well, isn't that where the red hair comes from? Nah, that's from Neanderthals. It's a whole different episode. We'll get we'll get to that some other time. But that might be one of those things you learned, like bread. That's like, another <laughs> bread thing. Like bread as a subject. <laughs> that's fucking good. <laughs> Ted, you, you got anything to say? You say goodbye? I, I'm going to make a bread list. I'm going to make a list of my bread bread miseducations. Yeah, well, we'll just start with um, you know how it's made and pronounced. And uh, It's pronounced breed. <laughs> it's pronounced rye breed. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. This was High End Gaming. It's an episode about Hades. And like all things in the Hades universe, I hope you all go to hell.